episode of our series, um, The Freshman Experience. Um, I'm here with Jose Reyes. And today we are interviewing Michaela Taylor. Um, and we're really excited to have you um, join us and speak about um, your freshman experience um, and continue on with the series that we've started. Um, so our first question would be, uh, what led you to Barry? Um, I, people are very surprised when they hear this, but Barry was my first choice school. Um, I, when I was a junior was when we really started looking at colleges and my high school had done a college visit, but like college came and visited our school. So it was like, it's like how Barry does the grad school fair was like college fair and they did it over a few weeks and Barry was my last one. I went, I signed up for all of them and I went to all of them and Barry was my last one. And I fell in love. I was like, this is a beautiful campus. Um, the student to teacher teacher ratio w is exactly like what I was looking for. And it's very far away from home. I would get so, like the much needed space. Um, but that was like a dream school my junior year. I was like, I'm never getting into that school. Um, and I had only applied to like two schools my senior year by the time applications rolled around and my dad was like I need you to apply to two more schools for me please um and so I applied to Barry because it's free to apply and another school that I didn't think I would ever get into um and I had fully paid to go to a whole other school before my application I mean my acceptance came in and then my acceptance came in and I got the Gates scholarship and so it just was the smartest decision to go there and it was my dream school so that's what led me here um when you got gate did you like come to like visit the school or like did you have to do your interview day here yeah we had our interview day here um i had applied for i didn't know about gate i had actually gotten a call about lead, the lead fellow scholarship and so when i went on the common scholarship website i had read about the others and i applied for Bonner, Leach Fellows, and Gate. I only got the interview for Gate, but I still, I came to interview day. We drove, um, like, after, like, my classes were done in high school, and we drove up here, got a hotel, and then got up bright and early for interview day. It was, it, it's changed since then, but it was, like, from eight to three. Mm, yeah. Um, what did you, like, think of Barry when you, like, did interview day? Because I know, like, I was super nervous on interview day. I was like, uh. Yeah. I think I had like complete tunnel vision. I interviews get me excited, but I also um, like was very anxious because there was a lot of people there, and I also did not know how much gate was until I got <laughs> to interview day and they did like the opening session, and um, the director at the time, I think her name Wendy Dahlgren at the time was the director, and she was talking about it and she's like this is like an opportunity to graduate from Barry like almost completely debt free and I was like did I skip over this part when I went to apply and so I was like no way I'm getting it so I wasn't even looking at the campus I didn't do the tour at the end of it um at the end of interview day my dad thought that was a trick and that I should have done the tour but I was tired um I like was totally just focused on like it's competition day because people kept saying it's like interview competition day so I was like I need to nail this. 
And did you notice that energy, like, with the other people, like, very competitive? Oh, like? yeah. Yeah, we were, we um, went into, like, different breakout rooms, and some of the people I met at Interview Day became, like, some of my, like, closest friends today, but in the, like, different, like, breakout rooms, I was kind of just, like, once my interview was done, it was bright and early in the morning. I didn't really think we were being watched. I thought it was just fun. I don't know why. I just assumed it was, like, Mm. We could relax now, and so I'm. I just got very friendly after my interview was done, but it was very competitive, very like awkward mm. feeling, even during lunch. No, yeah, I remember. Um, I was like, after I was done with my interview, I was like, "Ooh, I love it's done," and then I was just like, just chilling, walking yeah. around, and then like we get into a room, and they like I see people like write stuff down after I said like. Because they asked us what our favorite music was. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, wait, they're still <laughs> writing stuff down. And I was like, Ugh. after that, I sat back up and I tried to get myself together. I don't know why. My brain was just like, oh, like, I don't know what they're writing. I don't, I'm just going to keep, like, talking as I always do. But um, I just didn't think anything about it. I, so I just, after, like you said, the interviews were done, I was like, okay, I can relax. All right. So were you surprised when you got to Barry and did it meet your expectations? So after interview day and you're finally a Barry student, how was that? So on like the, so Gates move in early, um, freshman Gates move in the summer before we started. So it's like, all right, that's going to give me time to acclimate to the campus. On the drive up there and like seeing all the Confederate flags, I started to like yeah, like, have this, like, nervous touch feeling, but I kind of, like, just explained it away through, like, um, just first day nerves, like, I'm in a new place, I won't be with my family, and I think sore felt, like, weird, felt like a def definitely felt like a culture shock shift. I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood, but that was, like, a lot, um, and no one really talked to me at sore, like, uh, no one. Um, I didn't really, like, meet a lot of people there. Um, I did have lunch with the other Gates scholars who I knew were at SOAR, or I at least met up with them once, but it was just very weird. Um, so, like, getting here in the summer as a Gate, I think I'm a little luckier because we're, like, freshman Gates have to spend a lot of time together and doing event plannings, and then we're, putting in, we're being put in this family group. Um, and... There were, like, some intentional efforts to, like, for mentorship and friendship, but I definitely felt, like, weird. I felt like an outcast. Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel like, so, like, for Bonner as well, we, like, mm -hmm. moved in early. And so, like, when I got to SOAR, it was, like, I was kind of excited because my sister went to Barry as well. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, like, this is going to be, like, the time of my life and stuff. Like, I'm so excited to meet new people. And then it's, like, even in, like, my BC, um, C class, like, the only person that I talked to really was, like, one of the, like, girls that was roommates with, like, one of my friends that mm -hmm. was a Bonner. And so it's just, like, I didn't really, like, reach out to anyone, and no one kind of, like, tried to reach out to me. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, very weird. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Um, was there anything that you felt misconstructed your original view of Barry, even, like, interview day or anything like that? Because they try to get you at interview day, too, oh, yeah, with, like, the socks and stuff. Like, <laughs> you're just like, wow, I just got some new socks. Like, there's a little, like, Barry logo on it. Yeah. And I know it's, like, very exciting. So, mm -hmm. like, do you think anything 
even like the pamphlets that they like send out the emails um just like the imaging of it do you think it misconstructed your original mm-hmm. view i think yes and no i think i had i think i had kind of unrealistic expectations i think i just lost touch of reality i'm like this is like a dream like I got this scholarship I didn't think I was going to get. I got in this school I didn't think I was going to get into. I was just bare minimum thankful for that. So I wasn't really allowing myself to see, like, the... I know everyone's joking about, like, red flags, but the red flags or mm-hmm. at least the orange, Toxic. yellow Toxic. flags <laughs> like, that were being raised. Um, I think um, there was, like, a few incidents over the summer, like, that were definitely, like, unnerving and um like as racist let's just mm-hmm. like i don't know why i'm like stumbling over words they were racist and they were with my peers and so I, for me it was like i'm in this brand new place i don't have time to like not have any friends and so i'm like brushing things off and i didn't tell anyone about them until um i started I'm, i met Chantel washington who was the mm-hmm. then SDI director and started to make other friends and get really involved with the SDI office. I didn't really start to talk about it until then. But I think those definitely changed my perception because I feel like Barry tries to, I can say this because I feel like they've tried to use like us for this, but I feel like Barry tries to put like certain people in front of the in, in the forefront to like entice like students of color to come so it's like they like put I think maybe they strategically or maybe it was an accident but like place people in front of you like I don't know if you've ever gotten those emails from admissions or whoever um, about them wanting you to come be like I get an email monthly about them wanting me to do a video or something for mm-hmm. admissions and I'm like why me like Right. Why is it always, like, Why the same few me? people? Yeah, and yeah. It, they like to do that, like, because you're an exceptional student, blah, blah, blah. There's other exceptional students here. There's other exceptional students of color, especially mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you Why aren't you emailing those people? Like, what is your end game here? So, um, I don't even know if I answered the question, but... <laughs> no, yeah, no, I feel like a lot of, like, good stuff came out of that. Because I feel like a lot of that also just has to do with, like, certain like upper people you know like once you meet them they think that they can kind of like use you Mm -hmm. and like kind of like just like put you wherever they want Mm -hmm. and it's stressful because you're used over and Mm -hmm. over and over again and for a a period of time it's like okay but then it's like draining so and i think identifying that too because i felt like what you said like I, like, I never thought I was going to get in. So mm-hmm. it's like, like oh, my gosh, like, I'm here. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you're trying to, like, make friends, but you don't really, like, realize in the moment, like, that it's actually pretty problematic and, like, damaging to, like, your mental health yeah. also, um, especially as a freshman and coming to college and transitioning to that and then coming from a different state mm-hmm. um, to Rome, Georgia, which is very um, <laughs> unique, <laughs> very specific. Um, but I guess, like, my question would be, and I think you touched on it, um, what resources did you find most valuable? And I know you mentioned like the SDI office and um, meeting Chantel. Mm-hmm. Were there any others or? Yeah, I think like meeting you guys, especially in like, I think sophomore year, 
I always, like, Chantel had always had my back. Like, she had always been, she talks about this all the time, but she had always been watching me and, like, had my back since my freshman year. But it became, like, she's an adult. She's not there all the time. Um, I think when I really felt like I had people who understood and, like, like actual resources of, like, emotional and, like, support in so many aspects was when, um, I think before, like, a few months, it, when we went into quarantine, actually, mm -hmm. and um, when every, that incident happened with the TikTok, um, and when, like, students started to really band together, and you saw, like, um, you know, the initial outrage got, like, smaller as time went on, but there was a few of us who were just really dedicated to, like, making change at Barry, and, like, we right. all kind of banded together, and not only just for, like, cause but like as friends and that was what really like kept me here I think like I probably would have been like uh this isn't it I and it would have been easy as a sophomore um rising sophomore to like just figure out if I can just stay home and just transfer and stay close to home and be safer there but um I think having like these friends who like not only understood what I was going through but like weren't like complacent in that and like we're ready to like be there for each other in every aspect rather than just sitting there and being like yeah this sucks but like whatever um so I think that I think that was the biggest and best resource for me mm -hmm. um I definitely agree that like finding those people um is almost like a way to keep your sanity mm -hmm. um, and just to keep yourself together um, and I'm really glad that you were able to find that like earlier on because I know that some people it's like to the very end um, and it's like a good thing to find those people but at the same time it's like getting there. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm really glad that you were able to find that like at least in your sophomore year. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm really glad that worked out. Yeah, no, I think even so at the end of like last semester, y'all obviously knew me. Uh, and I was so grateful oh. to like know y'all, so that was really nice. I miss everyone. Um, but even towards the end of last semester and even at the beginning of the semester, I was like, dang, like I really, really want to leave because eventually like you have your support system and you have this, but like sometimes you like kind of disconnect in ways. So it's like hard. It's hard to like be able to like fight this, I guess like battle on your own sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it's like you know, you need your people, and without your people, like, it's hard. It's yeah. a hard time here. Yeah. And that's why, like, I hope, like, with this podcast and other things that, like, we're all involved in, I hope mm -hmm. that, like, underclassmen can find that, um, because it really sucks, like, yeah. when your group leaves, yeah, <laughs> when yeah. they graduate, like, they go off to do better things, <laughs> but, like, why? <laughs> why couldn't you stay, you know? Like, um, but, yeah, definitely. Um, so I guess my next question would be, um, how have you grown from your freshman self to now? Mm, so much. I feel like I feel like I came in as this kind of like loud, fiery person. I just didn't know where to channel that and like mm. what what that was gonna look like. Um, and I've always been like very passionate about people and different things. Um, but if you would have asked me like my like high school self, you would have saw me like protesting on campus and doing DEI work and communicating with administrators and all this stuff 
I would have been like, I don't know who that girl is, but she needs to go sit down somewhere. But I feel like um, in some ways I've grown, I've just like furthered my passion and my passion is people. I think I am definitely a person who talks all the time and like I love to talk. Um, but what I, I think what I love more than that is like listening to people and getting to know them. Um, and I think these past three years have helped me like really understand what that means and what that looks like. I think I've also grown more confident in who I am and like secure in like my abilities and my strengths and my weaknesses. And like when I, when identi when identifying those weaknesses, not like shaming myself, but learning and growing. Um, and I think just overall, I'm a better like leader in person, and I'm very thankful because I think it's due more to the people. I think I feel like I have this fear that Barry's gonna co-op and take responsibility for any sort of success I or or any students of color really like acquire. But I feel like a lot of that has come from each other and also like self resilience and like we've learned. I can say I've learned more from y'all than I have from most of my, like, like so-called mentors that yeah, work here, would, you know what I mean? Yeah, I would agree with that. I think some of my biggest inspirations were, like, the people, like, friends that I met here. Yeah. I was just crazy, like, how can brilliant people be, like, here in Rome, Georgia? Like, it just, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, despite everything that happens, mm -hmm. um, it's very comforting. Yeah. I think that the fear that you brought up about, like, Barry co-opting a lot of, like, the student work and stuff and just, like, our experiences is so relevant to, like, what we're living in, like, right now and stuff. And I think that's been my fear of, like, participating with, like, either, like, different clubs and just, like, different organizations and just even, like, the things that we do to try to help the students around us. It's, like, yeah, like, we as students are doing that because it's, like, we were there at one point and we don't want other students of color to have to go through that or students of other marginalized groups because it's like it's a struggle and if you're not gonna give us the resources to like support one another or like have support from these professionals then we're gonna have to support one another you know yeah so. for sure um and our next question, um, what advice would you give to freshmen who are having a difficult time adjusting to being at a PWI? Hmm. Um, this is a hard one because I, I encounter a lot of like freshmen, like every day, like every day I'm meeting like new freshmen, especially women of color. I really like admire them and their strength because some of them have confided in me that they don't want to stay here. Um, I think for me, is like trust your gut and follow your heart. I'm never gonna like as much as Barry may want me to be the mm -hmm. token black girl, I can't. I I don't have it in me and I won't. So I'm never gonna be like, no, like stick it out. Like there's people here for you. Like yes, there is people here for you. I'm going to be one of those people for as long as you hard. stay here. It's very but hard. if your heart is telling you it cannot and it well, it doesn't, like, you don't have the will to stay here. Go somewhere where you're, like, going to be happier because this is the next four years of your life. You don't, you deserve a great college experience, and not every school 
all schools have their problems, even like some HBCUs. But I think if your heart is leading you somewhere else, and this is a faith-based school, if your faith is leading you somewhere else, like follow that and trust that. Um, But like I will say, like there are people here for you and who do understand what you're going through so like don't like discount don't think you're alone in that I, th- I think that's the best the better and the best advice to give is like know that people are here for you and that you're not alone in that and um i think especially like the clubs um that are uh basically acting as like support groups for like marginalized groups on campus are doing an amazing job especially this year like trying to pull the freshmen into these communities and like hold on to them tight and let them know that we are here for them but there's only so much we can do right that's true all righty so what would you tell your freshman self i would tell my freshman self to also trust my gut um, and like to be strong and know that there are people here for you and like you're not like a bad person for wanting better for yourself and thinking you deserve better, knowing you deserve better. Um, I think a lot of us, and maybe Jose, you can speak more into that because you're only a sophomore, um, but like we try to talk ourselves out of that, like, um, like that voice in our head telling us that something's not right. And I think part of that is one, like we talked about like, we didn't even think we are gonna get here, so now we got here, but also mm-hmm. Barry gave me the biggest scholarship. Um, I need to stop saying Barry gave me. I earned the biggest scholarship <laughs> yes. here at Barry, but as a freshman, I was like, oh, like I owe Barry like my life. I have the opportunity to graduate debt free, so what am I doing complaining? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that also comes from like older generations because like talking to my parents about these problems, I got kind of that same thing mm. from them. Um, and it wasn't like they weren't really hearing that I'm like, I'm, like the message in the message that I was saying, which was that I'm not happy here. <laughs> um, and I wasn't getting a lot of support and validation in that. So I would just like want to validate my younger self and, um, also tell her I'm proud of her because I think I did, I think as a freshman, I did a lot of things that a lot of people were like afraid to do. And um, I was afraid to do them and like just be a part of like these amazing things that we've all gotten to do together. But um, I think I would just say I'm proud of her for taking that leap and just doing it because you're, that was what your heart is le- was leading her to and, like, because of my love for people and all that stuff. So, yeah, all of those things. Uh, that's that's so good. amazing. Wow. <laughs> but, yeah, I was going to, like, also say I really like how you talked about, like, validating yourself and, like, what you feel inside. Um, I feel like a lot of the times just, like, I feel that, too, with, like, um, Bonner having that and not having to pay to go to like school here a lot of the time the times when I find myself complaining or being like uh I really just like wish I were at home or at a different Mm -hmm. school or something I just like I feel like I need to stop that 
because, you know, I'm doing this for basically free. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that something we don't think about often is that these complaints and these, like, struggles um, sometimes come from a place of, like, care, especially for me. Like, I'm from Rome, and, like, growing up on, like, Barry's campus and stuff, just, like, hiking, it's, like, I have always dreamed of this school, and so, like, I want it to be good. Mm. I want it to be a place where students of color can feel comfortable and come here and have a great experience. And so I feel like those complaints are valid and have the power, if we concentrate them in the right place, to make the changes that need to be changed. I think also, once we start, like, telling ourselves and the underclassmen that, like, wanting a safe environment for yourself is not a complaint. That was what we were promised Mm -hmm. in the little care package we got. That's what our parents were promised at SOAR. That's what we were promised at SOAR. Like, and that is what is the message that's being relayed to prospective students. That's not a complaint. It's what we deserve. I think a lot of times we don't, like, again, we don't think we deserve that. To ask for that, to ask for anything more than what we've been already given, which is a lot. And you can show gratitude and be thankful for this amazing opportunity to graduate debt-free, you can do that simultaneously while wanting to make your institution a better place, especially if they are going to later or are currently capitalize off of the work you're doing um, to make Barry better. Um, So, like, you have every right. You're a stakeholder Mm -hmm. in this school, and you're a stakeholder in your education, so... And a huge one at that. So I think, like, that is not a complaint. Yeah. I think, yeah. And I think that, like, often that confusion is just, like, there. Like, we deserve the, like, more than the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. And, like, sometimes we don't have that. So it's just, like, making sure, like, we make it clear in our heads that our feelings are super valid and that we are here and that we earned it. We put the work into it. So Yeah. Definitely. And I guess our last question, um, do you feel prepared for senior year? Um, is there anything you still hope to accomplish? Mm, I feel incredibly nervous for senior year. Um, I think I've really started to think now more than ever, like, can I finish that? Like, can I, can I do this? And I know I can. It's just really hard. There's a lot going on. And I knew this semester would be hard. Um just going through what I went through last year and then, you know, like, our, like basically family, like, leaving. And <laughs> no, there, I mean, and there's just been a lot of changes on yeah. campus, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just, like, it just feeling, like, combating the unhappiness with, like, the, like, I'm, like, I can be unhappy, but I also am a person who believes, like, everything happens for a reason. I know I'm meant to be here, and I was meant to be here for a specific reason. I didn't come to Barry by accident, like, I was completely ready to go to a different school, and then I came here. Um, so I think, for me, it's about, like, trusting the universe, and, like, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But senior year is scary, because, like, you, you know, you're thinking about senior year, and then you think, like, two seconds later, you'll be gone. Like, I was talking to my roommate. Um, who's been on our roommate for over a year now, and I was like, what are we going to, like, are we ever going to talk after we graduate? Like, <laughs> you're my best friend. Um, and just, like, thinking about life after Barry, because we are in a bubble, and there's so much more scarier demons out there, and, like, 
the work we've done at Barry and just combating um, systemic racism and bigotry and discrimination in all its forms, like, that doesn't stop once we leave. Like, mm-hmm. that's our life. And I think people forget. And so we'll have to enter these work ex- like work environments where it's going to be a little harder for us to challenge those things, not only because, like, it's at our like they, it's at our disposal, but also we don't have we won't have any, each other in that same way. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you should think about a lot of things. Like junior year is gonna fly by so quick because I'm, these past two years have fly, flown by so quick. It feels like just yesterday I was like a baby freshman <laughs> walking in, um, and I stay like year round, and so it just feels like so like. Like, I was just there, and now I'm here. I'm halfway through, um, and I I just, I know whatever happens next is going to be great because I know I'm destined for great things, and so I'm just trusting in the universe in the process and just going to let what be be. Yes, well, I know you're going to kill it. Oh, and I'm so happy that you're still going to be here with me for another year. <laughs> Raquel, we're going to be so we're sad. We're going to be so sad. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to run. I'll have my car right there, ready to go. I'm so ready. No, but, no I'm so excited um, to see what even, like, Solidarity Week next year is going to look oh like. And I'm just, oh Yeah. Oh, I that's a whole other beast. I'm like, oh, I, that's right, like... I know after it's done, I know I have to get started right back up. I think last year was so hard for me to get started right away because I knew Julia wasn't going to be there. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I, and now, like, a whole other, like, like group of amazing leaders are graduating. Now i got to figure out how to do this all over again. we got to figure out how to do it better mm-hmm. and, um, and, like, just improve in so many different ways. And it's, it's like, I, I think I have... Like, I just, I love the people that I've gotten to know through Solidarity Week and just having to see them go. It's what we want. Run. Like, Rebecca <laughs> said, run. You got this. Because <laughs> you, if you, like, the amazing things you, y'all made happen in Solidarity Week alone, like, no, we don't even need to mention the other amazing things y'all have done, but, like, Solidarity Week alone, like, I know y'all are all destined for great things. It's just so hard, like continuing that without y'all and having to find that new tribe and troop of people who are just as amazing if not more please <laughs> but yeah no, I, I feel that because like I mean I know about y'all like I was very attached to last year's mm. like group of like leaders like amazing people but I think just having grace with yourself too mm-hmm. um, and just kind of going with the flow like taking it as it comes mm-hmm. um, is like the best thing because like I would have never imagined being on Solidarity Week and having like so much success with that. I'm mm-hmm. um, like the way that it did, like it really showed out and like people like community coming together. Yeah. Um, it was just incredible to see and it was so encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also was just very heavy to do. It's not easy work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just being like having like grace with yourself and yeah knowing that, like, you're still a student, too, and you're still a person. (laughs) You're still a person. (laughs) You do not get paid to do this. (laughs) Not as much as, like, I mean, I guess I technically get paid to do it, but... (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, 20%. <laughs> <laughs> no, no get that back. <laughs> it goes to my education, I guess. It goes, yeah. But, no, next year's going to be a whole other story, so oh it's going to be exciting to see what's in store I'm for so us. excited. But, yes. And then when I graduate, I'm passing the baton completely to Jose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm be like, oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow. But, no, we're going to kill it, and it'll... We'll get work done. Mm-hmm. Sure. Is there anything else you would like to add? No, this has been amazing. I love that y'all are doing this. Yes. <laughs> this is like something I know we've been talking about for like a while, just in general. Like, like what was it like without like each other and as our first right. year here? So I'm glad like this is being a, like vocalized in this way because freshmen will get to hear this and they will maybe hopefully get that validation that we were longing for as freshmen right um and like not think they're crazy and like see us as resources and like i know that like this podcast is like i'm not a huge podcast person because i don't like people like talking in my ear (laughs) but (laughs) that's what it feels like sometimes but I love this podcast, and I love the work y'all do and what y'all talk about. Um, so I'm excited for freshmen to, like, continue to hear the series. Yeah, I know. I actually, like, got the idea, like, out of our conversations. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm pretty sure that there are other freshmen who are thinking these things. So mm-hmm. if we can vocalize it and come together, then maybe we can give them that support or yeah. at least that chance yeah. to know that it's okay for and sure. you're not alone. And thank you so much for sharing yeah, everything. Of course. Like you said, I know this will help validate some of the experiences that other students are having or may have in the future. So mm-hmm. and I'm, I know it just means a lot to me, and I know it just means a lot to the podcast in general. And thank you for helping it grow. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of course. Wow. But um, thank you again for joining us. Um, and on our next episode, we'll be... Um, meeting with sophomores, um, so we're really excited about that, so stay tuned for our next episode. Thanks.